Welcome to Careers and Coffee. I'm Liz Kennedy, Product Manager at the Gazette, and I'm here with Becky Luchin Gardner. Welcome, Becky. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that, Liz. Becky is our new Product Manager for Quarter Careers. We're really happy to have her on the podcast. And today we're going to be talking about something that makes sense <laughs> since Becky's new. It's employee onboarding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is something that is always difficult. Um, for companies when they are short staff, which many are right now, is to do proper onboarding. I know we're still onboarding you technically, Becky. What do you think? Um, any comments on like someone who's moved from the job market into a role recently? Well, I think the interesting part of that, Liz, is that um, I think what we've all learned is that onboarding is not a, a, a short process. Um, and certainly when you have to get the work done in the day, it's also one of those things where having it spaced out over time as, as events come up, as things are happening, actually makes more sense. And as somebody who's kind of enjoyed watching, um, you know, uh, at the same time that I'm being able to perform, doing that extended onboarding actually, I think, makes more sense in the sense of it makes me feel a little bit more connected because it's not a one and done thing. It's not a, okay, we're going to touch this now and we expect that you know everything you need to know and move yeah. on. So. Yeah, I think the prolonged onboarding, I think, is here to stay. And I think that's a, a great thing. Okay, well, that's, that makes me feel better. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that, uh, I, th I think that's true for any role, though, is that, well, I mean, there's going to be some roles where you're kind of expected to know what you're doing day one, and you, you, you enter, you, you learn the safety measures, and maybe what the particular, um, specifics of the job are but then you kind of know like I'm thinking welding or something where it's a it's a trade skill that you're you know how to do that skill and then you just kind of have to know how they want you to do that skill but other roles that require like a lot of soft skills there's nuances to how to perform those soft skills so I mean it could take months to really get up to speed well and I think that's important to know we all have you know our expertise in different areas. Um, but again, you know, my background has always been um, in communication. So I, I feel like I'm probably a good candidate for onboarding. But when you're learning new processes, new systems, new ways to do your job, um, you know, some of those hard things that you have to um, uh, work on, and you're working on different programs, different things that need to happen, um, those are going to take a little bit of time um, and get that quite a repertoire over time um, to show uh, that skill base and, and being proficient in it. Um, training is a big deal. So um, doing that um, and continuing training um, as there's been, you know, upgrades, launches, different opportunities, a new vendor um, on whatever we're doing, I think um, that's another reason I think that onboarding um, over a prolonged period of time uh, really is going to make a difference for a lot of people um, whether you're a small company or a large company. Yeah. And I mean, even some of these larger companies, um, well, even at the Gazette, we used to have a dedicated trainer. <laughs> um, that was many, many moons ago, but uh, those kind of, those days are kind of gone. And so every manager is kind of pressed to provide training, become an expert in training, you know, and, uh, and, and to varying levels of success, right? So I know that there have been, like over the pandemic, many um, many job changes have happened simply because when new employees were onboarded, they weren't onboarded properly. They never felt a sense of satisfaction that they were actually accomplishing what they were what they set out to do. And I don't know if you have any comments about that. 
So, well, and, and having been in a different position and being onboarded um, during the pandemic, um, it was one of those things where, uh, you know, you kind of feel this disconnect. I had a staff of people that I was working with and um, I only knew them remotely. And then, so how do we engage? How do we, how do we um, get everybody on that same page? And onboarding is a big part of that as well. I do think um, one of the good things, and I think you speak to that where, yes, you don't have an individual trader now, but um, I think having a buddy system, having that opportunity to really um, uh, kind of pick and choose that, buddy throughout that onboarding process to help learn, I think is even more important with, as you're talking remote, as yeah. well as a person, um, that opportunity to learn from somebody else that's already in the trenches that already knows what they're doing. Um, it's a, it's a great opportunity to ask those questions. And I think it feels more personal. Um, and yes, we all can do the online trainings and things like that, but it, that hands-on watching sometimes is, um, a little bit more, uh, effective, I guess, in, in really um, retaining the information and being able to then duplicate it once it's your chance to say, hey, I get to go do that now. <laughs> well, it's a good segue into our next topic, um, uh, talking about the new normal. So post-pandemic now, we're a good, we're a good bit out of it as far as the, the kind of the drastic changes to our work life have happened. Um, you've been doing some research on kind of what the new normal is with regards to work from home slash hybrid slash work in person. Any thoughts on this new this new normal we're in? And that new normal, I, in a, it's um, I think we're here to stay. I think we've learned a lot. We know we can work remotely for the most part in many positions and and be effective. But we also know that um, that personal hands on is so important, whether it's talking about onboarding somebody, making them feel comfortable within a company, understanding the company culture, I think is a big deal going forward. That personalization, we've all um, we've all learned how important it is um, in job satisfaction to feel that personal connection. How can you best do that, especially if it's a hybrid role or, or remote? Um, you know, it's, it's really having that ability to have that constant communication and making sure that um, we're personalizing things for people. Because again, at the end of the day, onboarding is about learning, learning about the company, learning of the skills and, and things that you know that you need, the technology. Um, but we all learn differently and we mm -hmm. all absorb that information differently. So I think a personalization, um, it's just not handing over a company manual and saying, here you go. It's really taking that next step to say, how do you best want to absorb this information? Is there another tactic we can take? Is there something else? Do you, do you prefer to watch videos? Do you prefer to have a uh, hands-on conversation? Um, do you prefer to do this in person if you can. Um, so really learning the people that you're onboarding and understanding how they learn, I think is really that personalization that you're going to start seeing a lot more of post-COVID. Mm. Those are great thoughts. So if we're going to leave anyone today with uh, some tips about onboarding, um, one of the topics that we talked about was kind of having a, a set a set program for your new hire so that you can kind of walk them through over time and uh, allowing that program to last longer than just the first week, right? So making yeah. sure that you're con considering that onboarding process uh, a longer term pro project. Um, any other tips that you thought we touched on here? I think the other thing with, with COVID, that onboarding, um, that process and 
agreed that we want to make sure that we can extend it as long as necessary, but flexibility, right? We all have learned that we need to be flexible when we're working with people, when we're going through processes, because we all know best intentions. If you didn't get to something by week two, three, four, you know, just keep it on that radar because it doesn't mean that your, your employee still doesn't need to onboard that information. So, um, you know, I think that flexibility and, and making sure that our onboarding processes, um, uh, we don't abandon them, but that we make sure that we continue to, if we need to pull that out, stretch it out, add to them, that we're flexible enough to uh, be able to do that. At the end of the day, that personalization, making sure we're touching that employee goes such a long way uh, towards really making that person feel um, included, involved, part of that family that is uh, the workplace, because that's that's what we are. We, we, we you know, as we're working through that with, with our, our folks, understanding um, that personal touch, I think, really is going to make that big difference there, Liz. Well, great thoughts, Becky. Um, I just follow up with one more to uh, comment as far as, as what we've learned over time with your onboarding is having a map of that onboarding process and just revisiting it regularly is going to help you stay on track and make sure you're not um, leaving holes for your new employee so that they fall into a hole, <laughs> a little pitfall uh, with their with their new role. You, the last thing you want is a new hire to feel overwhelmed and out of out of their depth when um, it's really just a simple training that you need to do with them to make sure they're up to speed on everything with communication. Um, if you guys have any comments about onboarding, what's working for you, please leave them in the comments below and um, be sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel or um, uh, give us a call at uh, Corridor Careers at contact at corridorcareers.com. You can give us an email if you have uh, ideas for our topics for us to cover here on Careers and Coffee and um, hope you have a wonderful day. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.